Okay, today we come to, now we come to the Holy Communion. Who is a king inside? <laughs> huh? Oh, okay. Uh, Abigail Chenglan, you know who is king? Uh, we are trying to check whether it is Inging. <laughs> ah, okay. No problem. Okay, we come to Holy Communion. All right. And uh, we learn a little bit more today. What is this Holy Communion about? Okay. Matthew 26, verse 26. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take it. This is my body. The bread that we hold in our hands, all right, this morning, signify, resemble the body of our Lord Jesus Christ. And why do we eat this bread? Why do we take it, you know, the uh, Bible says as often as you can. So that means not only uh, once, once a week, but can be done every day. All right. So his body was nailed on the cross. The Bible says that why did he have to suffer all that? Right? The, the nailing, the whipping. All right. Because those are symbolize our sicknesses and diseases that was put on the body of Jesus. All right. And judgment was put onto those sicknesses and diseases that everyone have some pain, some ailment in the body. This is talking about now the physical body. All right. So everyone with pain, sickness, disease, that all that was put on the body of Jesus. Okay, at the cross. So that what was given to him, now he gave in Christ, now he gave us his new body, his health. All right, so if you have eye problem, see that problem in the eye at the cross 2,000 years ago. See, when the uh, Jews, when they do this, every time we do it, we remember back. So it's not a sentimental remembering of Jesus suffering and then we feel sad. Right, it's why he suffered and why he asked us to do this. Why this break? Right, it's like the doctor asks you to do take your medicine. <laughs> right, it's an easy way, in a way, to receive health and healing from the Lord. Sometimes it's instant, sometimes it takes some time, but it doesn't require much faith except to believe that this. Is Jesus' body died given to us for our physical body's health. So like we take our medicine maybe three times a day, right? We can even take this three times a day. Together with it, you take your supplements, 
right? Why is this important? Okay, this is Jesus said, as you take this, we remember him, right? When you take your medicine, you remember what? <laughs> you remember doctor, you remember your sickness, correct? It's like, oh, I'm taking this medicine because I'm sick, right? Because the doctor told me to take. So you remember your sickness, right? Each time you take your medicine, your supplement, you are worried about, you're thinking about your health. When we take this, we remember Jesus, what he did for us. So if, you know, most of us are, uh, a lot of people forgetful, right? <laughs> so there's need to be reminded, you know? So if we can have this emblem, you know, and partake this wonderful uh, feast, all right? Remembering what he has done for us, whether early in the morning, late at night, how wonderful, right? Remember that he has taken your sickness. Remember that, yes, Rachel, she's your whatever sickness, whatever it is, your body has already taken by Jesus. So each time you take this, you don't remember the sickness, you don't remember <clears throat> your body pain. You remember what Jesus has done for you. And you just say, thank you, Lord. I'm healed, you know, because you have taken whatever sickness it is on the cross. Understand? Yeah. Okay, so let's uh, give thanks. And there are many other things besides sickness. Right? OH is a degeneration of the body, right? <laughs> so it is some all those things that have been redeemed by the Lord that he took and gave us his life is what we remember when we take this bread. So you, you want to remember your sickness, the, or the medicine, the doctor frighten you, right? The doctor always frighten you. Right? You have how many days left to live here? Well, if you don't take this, da, 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 da. Or you remember Jesus' words. So each time we look at this, we remember Jesus took our pain and sickness. Amen? Okay, let's uh, give thanks first before we take. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you that you have taken our pain, our sickness, even aging, on the cross 2,000 years ago. And today, as we take this bread, Lord, we receive your divine health, your divine youthfulness into our bodies. And we declare that we have been healed by your stripes. There's no critical illness in this world that has not been put on your body on the cross. And Lord, we thank you and we receive your health and healing in our spirit, soul, and body this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, then Jesus took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them. Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood. Whose blood? <laughs> yeah, not the cow's blood or the cattle blood or whoever, okay? Not our blood also. It is his blood, all right? His blood is the one powerful, right? Ah, so what is the power here now of the new covenant, okay? So today, Jesus has made with us a new covenant. New covenant what? Means new agreement. New agreement means new terms, <laughs> okay? And then, new beneficiary. Who are the beneficiary of the new covenant benefits? Ah, the new creation, right? Adeline, yes. She wants all the benefits, okay? So, 
one of it, the major one first, is for the remission of sin, okay? Which is shed for many, everyone. His blood flowed at Calvary, right? Okay, so what is the remission of sin, right? Remember, the cup and the bread is for us to remember him, not remember our sin, not remember our sickness, okay? Remember what Jesus died for what purpose? And we to receive the divine exchange. Okay, what is remission of sin? Remission in the Greek, it means Ephesus. Okay, this one, very simple one. Get it inside your spirit. Because each time, this is about forgiveness of sin. If you understand this, right, we will really walk in that freedom. Okay, what is it? In, in Greek, all right, it's Ephesus. It means a release from bondage or imprisonment, forgiveness. Right? When we were under sin, we were bound by it. Okay? We are like in prison. Ah, nobody has been to prison, so you don't understand what prison is like. Right? It's like your unforgiveness, your guilty conscience, right? Feel, feel you, right? You're, you're always thinking of guilt, condemnation. All right? It's like a prison like that. You want to rejoice, you want to be happy, but then you're reminded what? Uh, today you very naughty. Uh, you spoke to your mother very rude. <laughs> so I'm not saying that we don't, you know, we are to be rude. Okay, but we are always reminded of that, you know, all the time of our sin, what we do wrong. Okay, but when we come to Jesus, His blood, His blood that has the power to wash away all this guilty conscience, right? All this condemnation. You know why we scold someone or condemn someone a lot because we feel condemned. Okay? But if we understand his blood wash away all our sins and he has forgiven us, that means you are no more under a prisoner. Okay? Open out, let you out already, which is forgiveness, letting them go. So this is God to, to you. You have, we have sinned. Okay, now he let the sin go, all right, all that you have done wrong, as if, look here, they have never been committed. Who can do that? <laughs> right? Imagine before your daddy, Magdalene, Heavenly Father, all the sins, you know, the longer we live, the more sins we commit, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So, 60 years of sin, wrong, wrongdoing, for example. All right, come before the Father. If you want to confess all our sin, never end, right? Yeah. But the wonderful thing is, His blood wash away every single one. And He don't remember it. Okay? And He says, I don't remember it. I don't want you to remember it. Why? Because God already judged our sin on Jesus. That's why His blood flowed and washed. His blood is better than detergent. <laughs> right detergent only wash the outside sometimes cannot clean also right but his blood is so powerful why because he is innocent <laughs> he's God he's righteous if anyone on this earth you are you never seen before you're not born from Adam then you also can shed your blood for someone but you don't qualify alright because we all came from Adam we got sin inside us. But today, right, because Jesus washed away all our sin, 
whereby he don't remember them and as if they are not committed, have not been committed. Can you imagine for one minute, as if you have not seen. So hard to imagine, right? Because we all know we've seen, right? right. But this is what how God sees us. As if they have never been committed because of Christ. Not because whether we did it or not. Since it's a spiritual that's why we need to open our eyes to understand. So that's how Father God sees each one of us, as if we didn't commit the sin. All right? And for us, it's just by faith. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You have pardoned me. You have freed me all right, from my sin consciousness, from my guilt consciousness, from my condemnation. And by your righteous blood, you have washed them. And you don't want the new covenant, which I didn't put in, all right, it's in Hebrews where I don't remember your sins anymore. So today, partaking of Holy Communion, the cup, can you imagine if you do this every day, day and night? <laughs> well, you feel happy, Trawa. See, Adeline laughed already, right? First, you remember Jesus' body given for you. Why? You no, don't remember your sickness. Second, you don't remember your sin. As in, Daddy, don't remember and don't scold you for that anymore because Jesus already, right? The joy of wanting to live that day for Jesus Christ in his strength as his righteousness is so powerful. So the more you take this, the more you are reminded of God's goodness in your life, right? What he has done supernaturally, wipe away all your sins, okay? No remember anymore. So he wants you to go for each day remembering Jesus Christ, right? And what he has done for us and it will empower you to live a happy, joyful, victorious day. <laughs> we live one day at a time, right? Too many days already very troublesome. <laughs> okay, one day at a time. That's why it says daily, each time you take this, remember me. Amen? Okay, let's take this cup. Lord Jesus, thank you that your blood, your righteous blood, the only blood that's qualified to wash away and has the power to wash away all our sins, our guilt, our shame, our wrongdoing, and you remember them no more. And today, the wonderful news that our sins have been forgiven and we are the righteousness of God in Christ. That Daddy God, we are accepted by you. You see us pure and white in Jesus Christ. And Lord, as your righteousness, we rule and reign in life. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Happy? <laughs> it's a happy meal. <laughs> ah, Madeline, happy, right? Happy to partake communion, right? It's just so joyous remembering what Jesus did for us. Right? So it's not the solemn one you confess all your sins. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. We go to another part of worship, which is tithing and offering. Uh, this is very interesting, okay? Tithing and offering, okay? Who are we giving to? Okay, some of you are getting ready, <laughs> okay? Who are we giving? This is not, this is a wonderful time, all right? Giving, tithing, and giving to the Lord. Why? First, clear a little bit, all right? It's not donation. <laughs> it's not charity. So we are not in a charitable organization where, oh, God needs some money. Uh. <laughs> it's, you know, so we go around asking for money. Like our God is very, the, the God is very poor. 
Okay, so Bible says that I didn't put it. Sometimes this slides thing, uh, so I didn't put in, but never mind, it's in my heart. Right, Second Corinthians 8 9 says what? For you see the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet he became poor, so that we through his poverty might become. Wow, yes. Now, now Adeline can tokenize scriptures. <laughs> Once the word is in, the more the word living inside you, you grow, you mature, right? And you, you access to the spiritual kingdom of God. Okay, so which means that first, our God is not poor. Those of us who went, came into the sessions, right, of learning the Hebrew letters. Yesterday, we learned about Gimel. Gimel, okay, which is what? Abundant God, the rich man chased after poor man. Basically, that's the meaning. Rich man chasing after poor man. So who is rich? Yeah, our daddy God, Jehovah, Adonai, Yahweh, Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, the verse says he was rich because he came from heaven. Okay, and then he's chasing after us, right? To give to us, to bless us. He wants Adeline super blessed. <laughs> yeah, because why? He loves you, right? Yeah. Which father doesn't want their child? Your daddy wants you to be blessed, to be rich, to be wealthy, happy, and all. Rachel. Yeah. So if a natural father can love our natural children like this, what more? Our heavenly father. And he has the ability, not only that, maybe our natural father not that rich. <laughs> okay. In terms of uh, material possessions of this world. But our heavenly father is very, very rich. The scripture says he owns the cattle on the thousand, everything. Heaven and earth is his. So we have a very rich father. So why do we need to tie and offer them? He's so rich already. <laughs> Anyone can answer, right? There's only we all here, no need to be shy. Blessing. <laughs> huh? what? For blessing, for his blessing to pour down. Uh, it's for us. The benefit is for us. Our giving, our tithing is to benefit us. If you know the scriptures, a lot of scriptures, right? It is when we offer and we give or we tithe what belongs to God. So I'm not going to do a long teaching, yeah? Then we are the one who will get blessed, right? The giver, because the giver has come into our heart, right? We receive from him and we give. God don't ask us to give what we don't have, but he will multiply what we sow. So knowing that our God is rich, first we have the mindset, we are rich. The renewal of the mind, that part, because, you know, in the world, they tell you something, the motivation about money. They say, those who dare not spend, they have money, they keep in safe deposit, fixed deposit, under the bed, right? It's because they have a poor mindset, right? Because they feel, if I spend already, no more. That's a poor mindset, poor man's mindset. Okay? There is some truth in that. So, in us as new creation sons and daughters of God, giving comes, need to come from a rich mindset in Christ, not the poor mindset. I give already, 
no more. <laughs> That's why a lot of people dare not give or run away during giving or just don't talk about money can again. <laughs> Correct. Whereas actually, all right, there's the spiritual power truth in giving and tithing, right? Even the word tithe in Hebrew is manaseh. Maaseh, okay, <laughs> which is rich is in the tithe. That's why the Jews have no problem with it. Right, because they speak Hebrew, they understand each time they type, they're getting richer. Ah, right. This is, doesn't go to normal, right? Each time you type, it's like you, the money part from you. How can you become richer? In the natural, you become poorer, right? That is the poor mindset, right? But our mindset, rich, is not in our own, it's in Christ. Because God said, as you give, you will receive. As you type, more will be poured unto you until there's no, not, no place. Okay, then we go to one verse. So with this understanding, right, that in Christ, giving is from a rich, that you are rich first. So your spirit must meditate on a verse for you to meditate, okay? Second Corinthians 8, 9. Yeah, where you see the grace, right? Which means we don't deserve, right? It's the rich man, Gimel, coming down from heaven, rich, and then he became poor, chasing after us to give to us, the poor man. We were poor before, so that we can become rich. All right. So when you feel that, you are a rich man, just like the world tried to use the, uh, mo motivate people by saying, those who dare not spend, they got money, they dare not spend, they come from poor mindset. Heard that before? <laughs> okay. That's the world tell you, which has got some, uh, truth inside also, isn't it? People who dare not spend, they keep, 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 and then they die, <laughs> right? Because they always feel poor. They're always thinking, not enough. Whatever I make is still not enough. Whatever I make is still not enough. Always having this not enough mindset. That's why they dare not spend, right? They live poorly, you know? I, I know very rich people who live like that when I was young, right? own a lot of companies, this lady, you know, but because of her mindset is that very hard, hard earn money, don't spend, don't spend, all right? In the end, she died like a pauper like that. She lived like a pauper, she got a lot of money, but died a pauper, all right? So today, Jesus come and change all our thinking, okay, to tell us that you are children of God, you are rich. So in here, when we have that, we can give without fear, right? Based on his word. Second Corinthians 9, 6 to 8. In another version, it's interesting. Remember this saying. Uh, wait first, don't pass the back first. A few seeds make a small harvest, but a lot of seeds make a big harvest. Ah, that's what Paul says, right? Apostle Paul. Small seed, few seeds small few harvests. This is the kingdom of God, what we mean by seed time and harvest. Okay, so if you want your farmer, so God tell us to teach us in the new covenant, this is new covenant, right? About uh, when we give, it's about sowing because we are not just collecting something for God. <laughs> it is for us. If you don't understand this, your whatever you give makes has no meaning no meaning to you and no meaning to God. Okay? So you don't receive the 
blessing. Okay, because if you simply throw some seed there, don't even care where the, it land. <laughs> Will the seed grow? Yeah, it won't grow. Right? You just uh, after you eat uh, whatever uh, our Elijah give us <laughs> some fruits that got seed. You keep the seed and then you just throw on this ground. Will it grow? Yeah. yeah, so you have to choose the ground also. It must be a spiritual ground, right? Ground that is serving the Lord and, you know, providing the uh, spiritual food for you. So ground is also important. Another thing is, if you found the soil, the ground, oh, okay, this ministry growing, you know, serving the Lord uh, and using, you know, for, for God, if you are eating food that you can grow, then the next thing is how much harvest you want. It's a not natural thing, right? To ask, you want harvest, big harvest? Uh, we got farmer here, right? Yeah. You sow a few seeds. Uh, you go to your plantation and then you sow three seeds. And then you said, Abigail and uh, uh, Rachel and Nicholas, these three seeds uh, can become, wow, <laughs> uh, many, many what, what, what uh, plants you all grow. <laughs> okay. so you just do three only very small one and then you tell them don't worry uh, pineapple uh, next uh, few months time uh, you have thousands of pineapple only three seeds can have thousands of pineapple no? uh, three only yeah three seeds equals three pineapple so very logical all right what god is saying to us but this is now the spiritual realm because it's not going to multiply one all right so it's a God doesn't say, you know, you don't, uh, it's something wrong if you want bigger harvest. Nothing wrong. God wants to bless his people, his children. So it says what? The, the logic of a farmer, because what the finances we have is like seed, right? So you sow small seed, few seeds, small harvest. Then you don't complain. Why are uh, <laughs> I'm not so blessed like the other one? Ah, taller than you, right? Okay. But a lot of seeds is a big harvest. No dispute, right? Here, okay? In the natural, it's like that. So if you want a big harvest, so each of you, Paul says, Apostle Paul, right? Must make up your own mind about how much to give. You must purpose in your heart, okay? So it's not a donation. You just find inside your wallet, whatever, you have left a few coins or a few dollars or whatever it is, and then just throw in as giving to God. Remember, Jesus said, you know, that there's no one who has nothing, even the widow got two mites, <laughs> right? And she gave whatever she had, right? Because she purposed in her heart, that's what she wants to sow. That's what she wants to give to God. So we make up our own mind from our heart, right? Purpose inside. That means you already decide before you come or before you. Uh, today we have a uh, transfer accounts or we have physical meeting we can collect physical one all right it is you already decide before you come here right because giving is tithing giving is a spiritual thing right you actually make up your mind you actually decide first okay i'm coming how much lord holy spirit in your heart is where holy spirit talk to you right so giving is a time that you ask holy spirit Holy Spirit, how much do you want me to sow? And how much, he will ask you back, how, how much you want to harvest? Logical or not? No wonder you all never hear what Holy Spirit talks, isn't it? <laughs> right, because you never ask him. And this giving is such a 
wonderful opportunity is the way of God's kingdom to bless us financially, right? So talk to him, right? If you said don't talk to Holy Spirit, talk to him in the area when you come to give, right? Whether it's any time during the week or when we have our meeting, because it is so important. See, uh, your money, whether it's $1, $10, 50 100 doesn't only God knows, right? And you know. It's seed. Say, my money is my seed. Everyone say. Ah, okay. So you realize that, right? When you realize your money is it. Uh, Rachel, really early, she already prepared. <laughs> Her seed. Because she wants to sow and to want a harvest. All right. So today, as we come, it says here, you decide how much seed you want to sow according to your ability and beyond up to you. All right. God, don't feel sorry that you must give and don't feel you are forced to give. All right. So there is no forcing. You don't force the farmer. You better plant a lot of seed. Right? It's up to the farmer, right? <laughs> yeah. I cannot tell you, go and plant more pineapple seed. I want to eat pineapple. <laughs> no, God don't need to eat our pineapple, right? But we need to eat. Okay. So you decide. No forcing, no compulsion, no need to feel bad or what. It's up to you and God. When you understand it, you get the revelation. Remember just now, you all said what? The money is my seed. Ah, so you're going to sow. Okay, you're going to plant. Yes? Yes, you're going to plant now spiritual seed for your finances because God said, whatever you plant, that is what you will sow. Okay, you will reap. So God, and then God loves a cheerful giver or he loves people love to give because you represent his nature right the same nature right god love to give to us the gamel chasing to give to us so we when we give he said this one is my child uh. i really got my dna uh. <laughs> yeah exactly like me uh. you know i love to give and she loves to give see understand yeah okay and god bless god can bless now he has the ability there's the power so the angels are looking around, <laughs> not to condemn you, because he said there's nobody compulsion. You need to understand. Wow, this fella plants so many seeds. Uh. <laughs> you know, according to what she has, right? She has planted by faith, believing in God. Then go and send the harvest to this one. Those are instructions going on everywhere in the spiritual realm, right? For our financial, financial blessing. God bless you with how many things? Everything. When we see our money as seed, all right, and we are sowing into good ground to the ministry of God, which is to God himself. So I give to God, don't tomorrow say give back to me. <laughs> it's too funny. <coughs> okay, so then God will take it and he will <coughs> multiply it. Okay, always have more than enough, right? So uh, I didn't give all the verses, right? There's so many more. <coughs> he will multiply. So in the investment, they will give you a certain interest rate and all that in the world, right? God's way is many, many times more according to your faith, according to his love. Amen? Amen. So always purpose in your heart. Otherwise, your donation will be whatever is balanced, I give God, <laughs> right? So so it doesn't, it's not meaning that, okay, you only have the ability to give uh, 10 ringgit. 
and you don't have to feel ashamed. Yeah, because giving, time of giving and tithing is between you and God. He see it, he will bless you accordingly. All right, amen. So then it become meaningful to you rather than we just simply drop something inside the box. It has no meaning. Better take it back and give back to you because we may need that money more than God. If you don't understand, all right, spiritual part that God is able to bless. God is a God of abundance, the Gimel. He is trying to get our attention to understand that he is here to bless you and not to harm you or curse you. Amen? Okay. Now we can pass the background for those who are in the physical meeting. All right. Ah, yes. <laughs> Whoever preach, give first. There's nothing to be ashamed of and nothing to be uh, show off also. Okay? Because God sees most important. Yeah? Our heart. So we determine first and let God bless. You know, as I said before, Giving in the old, uh, in Jesus' time is open one. They don't have today this type of bag that is closed, right? Because for the Jews, to them, they understand the Jewish language of tithing, giving, all that. All right? And when Jesus came, he commanded. So it's not, even when we give, there are so many things, right? I can go on and finish the whole sermon here. <laughs> but why is this so important? You know, last time as a pastor, as a pastors, we actually dare not preach about giving because we had the devil put inside us. This mind, if you tell people about money, they will think you want their money. <laughs> and at the end, the people don't know, learn, never learn tithing, never learn giving. They suffer in their finances. And then why? Because the pastor didn't teach. Okay? So when we teach, it's for people to receive the blessing until a point in time money is you know you have so much and you you want to tell people this is our god he can bless us all right and you don't have to be fearful to share but it's not lawful thing thou must give <laughs> why 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 uh, because uh, in if you don't give, <laughs> not like that, right? You understand it, it's between you and God, okay? Let's give thanks for the uh, tidings and offerings. Uh, there are more slides, is it? Okay, I said them to this, so never mind, all right? So, for Lord Jesus, Father, we thank you that you are the abundant God, the super abundant God, the El Shaddai, the the Lord who is self-sufficient, self-existing Yahweh. And you own heaven, you own earth, you own all the cattle, you own all the businesses on this earth and all the financial institutions and all our bank accounts. Lord, you are in control of everything. And today you gave us this wonderful opportunity where with our little, compared to your millions and billions that you have in value, if you value it in money, Lord, you are so rich, and yet you are chasing after us to bless us. Thank you, Lord, for everyone who is here. God, who listened to your word and received that revelation of how good you are. And Lord, as they have given from their hearts, as their purpose, according to Holy Spirit, 
and according to their desire of sowing, how much harvest they want. Lord, you bless their seeds. Everyone sit here and you multiply it hundredfold, thirtyfold, sixtyfold, many times, and you provide all their needs of this physical world and give them revelation and understanding to and the wisdom to get well. Hallelujah. Shukupaka Kianga. Bless every life here. Bless their work, their business, their hands, their salaries. Lord, that you are the one who protect their lives, protect their income and their resources and open up windows of heaven to flow many other resources for them as you give them the wisdom to get wealth. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Yes, Madeline, you're blessed. Okay? No one is beyond the place where, you know, cannot be blessed anymore. Mm. All right, God will bless you. His way. Okay. Praise the Lord. Announcements. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, welcome to our Sunday uh, service. And now is the time for announcement. So the first announcement is our praise and worship miracle service is um, on every Sunday, 10.30 a.m. Uh, both live in Zoom and also in uh, physical meeting. Uh, next is our ministry teaching for Spiritman Growth. It's on every Saturday, 10.30 a.m. live in Zoom. And our third announcement is uh, we have our BFA Spark Jewels, our youth service on every Sunday, 4 p.m., both live in Zoom and also in the physical meet and also in physical meeting. Next is our ministry um, social media platform. You know, now BFA, we are on a lot of social media platforms. So you can feel free to take a screenshot and also, you know, tune in uh, and be blessed by the word every day. Okay. And now is the time for testimony. And today we have four testimony. And I would like to invite uh, our sister Chenlan to share her testimony. Over to you. Hi everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so nine days already here, nine to ten days. Uh, this this whole trip uh, to make it short is this whole trip, whatever that happens, really is not uh whatever that happens really is the fingerprint of the Lord. We we only plan put in the orphanage on the first day and the Lego village which is a slum area, refuge area, on the second day. And where, for me, wherever I, places I go, it's not something I know the next step. So the Lord brought, brought us from place to place, from people to people. And I experienced the fact that harvest is there, really is uh, workers of the Lord there to to share the good news and they are, their hearts are very ready during this time. It is true that personally here, Myanmar, they are crying out. Whether the, the rich ones look at the poor, they also don't know how to help. The poor ones are crying for help and their heart is very ready for the souls ready to save. And many of the people we meet actually 
seeds already planted by people. And this is the time where they are actually waiting for a time they receive Jesus, some of them. For example, um, Tommy's wife, April. Yeah. So as they share their story, we realize God already did have people around them. They actually see their neighbors during these very dark times. They see how God take care of their neighbors who are Christians. So God already is shining light through his children here. So this trip is really for us to see what God has been doing and is preparing. And yeah, uh, even the villagers, God has put um, the people who are refuge, refugees during this time, they lost their house, burned down, flooded there, and Lord sent his servants, Burmese, there to take care of the villagers and share the gospel. And it's really our privilege here this time to be there to see what God is doing and for them to, to hear from them directly what God has been preparing them. Um, I believe whatever now that God is doing is a beginning of a dawn and God is going to, those villages, God has planted um, his people to multiply, to, to, to minister, to just see that God's light is there to take care of these places. Yeah. And uh, about the healing and miracles, I will pass to Abigail to share on how God has been doing something amazing that for us to be able to see. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, definitely, do I go ahead with my testimony? Yeah, yeah you can go ahead. Uh, greetings from Myanmar, brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, I just want to give glory to God for a wonderful experience. And, you know, uh, a lot of things we have been learning from Pastor Stephanie over the years, over the time. And how all these things comes to really, uh, for me, it's real experience in real life. It, it humbled me that with all this experience. Um, in fact, I would, say, I would say every day is a miracle, but I'm just going to cover on one particular thing that really make, really touched me so deep that I couldn't, couldn't hold back my tears. You know, if you can just imagine this, the eye that cannot see now can see. The ear that cannot hear now can hear. The lame that cannot walk now can walk. You know, when Pastor Sadie sent me, me out, he said, John, you have a lot of fire. The Holy Spirit is in you. I cannot really imagine what is what it's like. So when I came out from a three-day quarantine, the, the, we, for me, I never really thought that we're going to have an opportunity to minister healing, uh, 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 preaching into a slum area. And this is a place where there is no, no even an address. And the driver just take us and every stop, we just ask where's the place, where's the place, where's the place. Until when we reach there, we go in, we share the good news of Jesus. And how, how hungry was these people? You know, it just, it, it, it just made me feel so, so much love that, we, that I could feel even within myself to be able to give up to these people. And during the ministering, one man came and he said, I want to pray for my sight. And I just speak in tongues and, and I just feel the whole, my whole body was just full of fire. 
and I just pray on restoration inside. And then he said, now I can see you. Now I can see the two finger. You know, when somebody was, was talking on stage, I, I want to see the speaker, but I couldn't speak, see the speaker. And then he said, now I can see. You know, at that time, I just broke down. You know, the tears just streamed down. It's like, God, you are so good. You know, it's like, you no, know, the egg, the egg, one, it really come to life. You know, it says that when the Holy Spirit comes down, you will get the, the power and you're going to be my witness in Myanmar. I said, wow, you know, it, you know, it's such beautiful feel, feeling. I can't help but to just look up and say, thank you, Lord, for this experience. It's not one side. It's two sides and how when these people receive that healing of sight, their tears just roll down from their eyes. It, it really made me feel so overwhelmed and, and I'm just so grateful to have this opportunity to, to, to now I understand that I am nothing without our Lord Jesus. Yeah, I just want to thank uh, Pastor Stephanie for uh, sending us out, you know. <laughs> it was a great experience. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, thank you for sharing, uh, Sister Chela and Abigail. You know, it's very, very glad to see, you know, um, Jesus' heart and his love for the people in Myanmar also. And, you know, we just can't wait for the both of you to be back to share more with us. <laughs> thank you for sharing. And now, uh, the third person, I would like to invite Sister Linda to share her testimony. Uh, hi, uh, morning, uh, brothers and sisters. Uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share. Um, uh, remember those time when there's a prayer service, I asked Pastor Stephanie to pray for my mother for her salvation. Um, I also want to thank God that um, at the period of time when my mother had this blood clock, uh, it was actually a blessing in disguise because, uh, you know, my mother was previously a past medium. So she used to see the spiritual realm. She would talk to the other uh, spirits and even nighttime she would talk she will her, she will show her her hands and it so i knew there's something inside her but because of the black clock uh, she couldn't talk because the devil cannot speak to her anymore so it was a good opportunity for me to play the worship music every day i play the music worship music in her bedroom i will put on the audio uh bible you know in in greece so to let her listen it was spirit so I believe this is something has changed and thank God that because of that also, uh, her scan also showed that her blood clot has completely clear, totally clear, not even a single uh, blood clot left. I thank God for that. And also, uh, we also sent my auntie used to also come to pray for her. She also sent that like, she also more open to the gospel. So my auntie also did share gospel to her. I also invited two of my friends from Church of Our Saviour. Uh, one of the lady is a Chinese-speaking Hokkien. So she came to minister to my mom in Hokkien and sing to her all the God worship song in Hokkien and talk to her, you know. Um, she didn't respond much, but actually after a while, we can see she responded a bit because, because she doesn't talk much. So when they hold her hand, she would just move her hand and her leg also start moving and she, she began to respond and she began to smile. So I also felt that she accepted the Lord because my friend said, hey, she accepted the Lord because she hold our hand and grip our hand and she did not get angry. Actually, I was a bit worried because I told my friend that uh, three weeks before they came, um, I was talking to my mom. I said, hey, what are you looking at the ceiling? Is it you look at angel? Wow, she was so angry at me. She looked at me with a really angry eye like, it doesn't look like her eyes, like somebody's eyes, very angry. And then when I, when I hold her hand, I speak in tongue, she, push away my hand. So I told my two friends, 
when they came over, I said, you better just be concerned, uh, be a bit aware because she might manifest. No? But thank God she did not manifest. She was very calm, she was very cool and she, she was smiling you know, and all the way and she was smiling. I even showed Pastor Stephanie the picture. She was smiling, she was happy and nowadays I talk to her about Christ. I said, Jesus loves you and this, she never, never shot at me or scold me or give me the care angry look. And I thank God that I believe her salvation is already done because she never responded and she never my message nowadays night, night time she never speak already she never talked to the other party she's very quiet sleeping so I thank God for God's grace and God's goodness thank you for all your prayer Amen thank you Sister Linda Amen. for sharing you know uh, the Bible says you know uh, when one person in the family is safe the whole household will be safe yeah Amen, Amen. okay Amen. now I will um, now we will, I will pass the last testimony uh, will be Sister Madeline um, on the 14th of June at around dinner time, Adeline helped me out uh, to, the, to the dining room to for the dinner. Then suddenly she took a thermometer to test my temperature. Because she said that when she held my hand to the dining room, she felt it hot. And the temperature then was 38. So after the dinner, I drank hot water and I started to sweat. I think I told her maybe the fever has gone down. I'm sweating. Then later after dinner, I went back to my chair in the sitting room and I sat down. And uh, later they said uh, the temperature has gone up to 37 again. Then I told, then I was thinking, our first admission was 28th of April, second admission was 24th of May. Less than one month, I was admitted twice. On the 14th of June, if I get admitted again, that means in less than one and a half months, six weeks, I'd be admitted three times. So I told God, no way, I'm not going to be admitted. I don't want to be admitted, it's enough. Six weeks, three admission, no way. Then suddenly, uh, my granddaughter, uh, Esther, was uh, standing nearby. She had finished her dinner. <laughs> I call her, Esther, come here. Pray for Ma. Pray for Grandma. You say you got a powerful hand, isn't it? Your spiritual hand is very powerful. You come and pray for Ma. Then together with Adeline, they prayed for me and I told her, you tell the fever go away. Go take it away. Uh, don't uh, get off of, of grandma's uh, body and go far away with the evil one and uh, get out of this house. The fever is not needed here. And I told her, take the fever out of the house, out of the gate. Don't ever come back again, not needed. And sure enough, for the rest of the evening, uh, my temperature did not go up again. And then as of, then around 9.30, the father was saying, uh, should he lock up the gate? Then I didn't say, don't, don't let, because he's still skeptical. So by 10 o'clock or 10.30, I told her, lock up already, no need, again. nothing will happen. I said, the fever is gone and will never come back. Amen. And uh, Adeline was still scared. I said, just look up. I said, if you believe and you ask and you believe, but you don't trust, what's the point? <laughs> so after 
after that, from that day, from that moment onwards, until today, my fever never came back. Hallelujah. Thank God. Man, thank you for sharing the melody. Okay, next. Uh, now we come into a time of um, message. And before that, uh, let me introduce you uh, to our pastor. Pastor Stephanie is the founder and senior pastor of Beauty for Ashes Ministry. She has ministered in the charismatic circle for more than 20 years and was also actively involved in missions to the underprivileged in Cebu, Philippines. Pastor Stephanie teaches and preaches the finished work of Christ with a powerful prophetic anointing and with great passion, ministering in the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the building up of the saints to fulfill their callings and God-given destinies on earth. Now let us welcome Pastor Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Uh, Just a minute, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, thank you. Wow, that's wonderful, right? To hear those testimonies of God's uh, power, goodness, right, in people's in your lives. Ah, Cheng Lan shared like a journalist. <laughs> Because, yeah, you know, journalist, reporter. <laughs> I am from Myanmar. <laughs> you watch reporter. Correct, she was sharing like journalist. Okay, anyway, praise the Lord. They're having a good time in Myanmar. And uh, it's wonderful, right, uh, for Abigail to have that, and you know, uh, that weakness for herself how great God is and how good he is. The compassionate heart of our Lord plus the power. He has the power to make it good, <laughs> right? So we may have love, but we not have power. Also cannot do anything, right? So God has the means, the resources, as well as the love behind it. And that's the main thing that I wanted for you all to experience in uh, Myanmar, you know, to see the heart of God and that we cannot do anything ourselves, right? It's there when you know that it is not you, but it is God who heals. It is God who touched these lives, right? And to feel the heart of our daddy God. Yeah. So we will have more uh, to hear from them when they come back. Yeah. And also uh, Linda say God is faithful. Yeah that can save. The mother was a medium, is it? She said, yeah, right. So even medium in demonic, helped by the devil for so many years. I think she's uh, 80 or 90 already, right? She's already 90. 90. And God set her free at 90 years old from the demonic hole of the devil. So who is greater? God is still greater. Yeah? Amen. We believe him. He is great. He can do the impossible, right? Praise the Lord and for her salvation, deliverance for the mom and that she can now smile. <laughs> you see, the evidence of someone really born again is reflected on their face 
and their heart, the peace, right? Because you see people smiling. No more fear, fears, right? Because Linda is the daughter. She knows when a mother <laughs> is, uh, you know, having those uh, being helped by the devil. And today she can testify so beautifully that the mother has been set free by our wonderful Lord Jesus. Yeah? And we're having Sister Madeline, <laughs> right? The power of God and the faith. See here, the faith of people, when you receive God's word, it happens. Even the little Esther, right? daughter of uh, Evelyn Go, right? has so much power and anointing. Can lay hands on grandmother and the grandmother's faith, young grandmother, <laughs> to believe that Wow, see, listen to that advice is good. What's the point you, you what? Uh? <laughs> you said it very nicely. Okay, if you don't believe, right, after you prayed for already, yourself, you see, see, I trust my God can do, right? It's a being filled with the Holy Spirit, encountering God, and also your own choice, right? Because sometimes God leaves you. She said, I don't want to be hospitalized again. Ah, some people never come to that place. <laughs> you know, so I, I'm okay. Ah. Hospital is like hotel. Medicine is like food. You know, if you want it, you will have it for the rest of your life. But you don't want, right? So you don't want, then you tell that he got, I don't want. Okay, and with the understanding that Jesus already healed you, okay, and can use even a little child, everyone's faith, right? You yourself believe, you receive it, yeah? And the more you come under the power of the fire of Holy Spirit as the word, the living word, you don't want to accept those uh, Chinese New Year packages from the devil. <laughs> right? The devil always sends some things to your one, to everyone. What? He send you fear, send you sickness, send you poverty. All the gifts he come are no good. Send them back. <laughs> okay? Say, devil, I give back to you this sickness. I give back to you this lie doesn't belong to me. I only receive good things from my heavenly father from his word. So whatever he's tried to send to you, don't accept. Don't accept sickness. Don't accept uh, fear and all those things in this world. Jesus already redeemed us, right? From all the, the devil that put the curses of sin that he put to man. Okay? Send back. All right? So I saw Madeline send back. <laughs> send back the, not the things the devil has been torturing you don't want anymore right? receive the good gifts from Heavenly Father praise the Lord thank you all of you are getting bolder ah, growing stronger in the spirit and rebuke the devil right? in uh, Myanmar, Chinglan and uh, Abigail no more scared of sickness right? ah, can rebuke. you know that God can heal come back ah, lay hand on uh, Rachel and rebuke any more ancestral sickness or whatever. Because with her own eyes, she witnessed that God can do what man cannot do, what even the doctors cannot do. God can do, right? She's a very different person already. Right? When she come back, you got a new wife. Okay? So not only is she always up there, <laughs> she is in the realm of God, all right? Out of her heart, she, she witnessed, you know, the disciples in First John, he says, the things that I that, that we see, we hear, we feel, that is what we share with you. They spend that time with the Lord Jesus Christ and they share what they experienced with Him, right? 
So God wants us to have an experience relationship with Him, right? Not just hate knowledge. Sorry, I always forget you. <laughs> That's the past one, okay? The past uh, Elijah, okay? We shall be up. The Lord is taking out the hate and giving him a new hate, the hate knowledge one, all right? Remove it because hate knowledge doesn't do anything, right? It's a revelation knowledge that brings Adeline to rise up, okay? And be a woman of God, right? Each one. Okay, so today, Praise a lot for the wonderful news, all right? All the testimonies, right? We go into the word. <clears throat> so is uh, King uh, uh, huh? nine nine? Ah? Oh, so King is nine nine, is it? Oh, okay. But oh. Can it, huh? No? Uh, we, we are not sure who is King. <laughs> Because uh, we saw Yining came in just now. Then after that, she left again. So we wonder what's happening. So it's not Yining. Oh, so it's trying not... to plug Yeah. Never mind. So if the king, if she can understand. Know who king. Susan know who is king. Hmm? Susan Susan, no. Susan. Oh, okay. I know who you are already. <laughs> David, is it? Susan's husband. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay, I know who you are already. Uh, uh, my brother-in-law. <laughs> okay, my sister is Susan. And then there's a husband. Okay, welcome, David King <laughs> to Beauty for Ashes. Okay, okay, at least I, I roughly know who is it. Okay, thank you. Thank you for identifying yourself. All right, praise the Lord that we can be together. All right. Uh, hearing God's wonderful uh, things that he's doing today in these last days, right? And what he can do through our lives, right? When we come to know him personally. All right, let, uh, let me go into today's uh, slides, right? Sharing. Oh, I'm supposed to just continue, right? Ah, uh, okay. Don't need to do screen now <laughs> because today... A bit different. All right, let's go into today's uh, sermon or message, what the Lord has for us today. And you will be my witnesses. Okay, let's pray first. Thank you, God, for you are such a good, good God and an amazing father to your children. Right now, Holy Spirit, as we come to your word, I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let your words go forth, not in my own human wisdom, but in demonstration of your spirit and power, that the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> you see there? And you will be my witnesses. And who signed that? Jesus. <laughs> okay. Jesus is our Lord. He's our Savior. He is the one who said this. All right. That you, every one of you, okay, who are here. Elijah. Hey, Elisha. Oh, Elisha in already. Yeah, because this morning he has to go for uh, uh, his uh, appointment with the doctor. So, and we said whether he can come in, if he can come back early. So praise the Lord, he can come back early and he's with us here. 
All right, so all of you who are belong to Jesus Christ, all right, who have received him, all right? Bible say, God say that you are his witnesses. All right, Daphne, who's going to have a new name later. <laughs> okay, I haven't forgotten. Holy Spirit, remember. Okay, all right, you have uh, Hannah, Madeline, Adeline, Elijah, Rachel. Mm, yeah, Cheng Lan, Abigail, Susan, King. Who else here? Why is it important to name? Yeah. God call you by name. All right. Evelyn Go, Linda Hao, Xiaoling, Sarah, Elisha. You're all his witnesses. God don't have poor memory like some. Don't remember what's your name. <laughs> your God, all right, has an excellent memory. He is a perfection. All right. Holy Spirit is a perfect spirit. He knows everybody's name. So when your name is uh, have no meaning and no power. That's why you change your name. Okay? So every one of you are not only sons and daughters of Heavenly Father, you are a witness when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Okay. Ah, yes, the verse. <laughs> Ezekiel 36, 26. I will give you a new heart. It's a prophecy, all right? And I will put a new spirit within you. I will take out the stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart, all right? Remember, we are spirit, soul, and body, right? So, a prophecy, this is uh, Ezekiel's prophecy. It's Ezekiel's a prophet. And prophesy to the children of Israel, there will come a time when Messiah comes, Jesus, all right, that he will give us a new heart, a new spirit. So heart and spirit are two different. Okay, and that's where we learn in the developing the, developing the hidden man of the heart sessions on Saturday. Right? I will take out. So all of us have today the old stubborn heart. All right, where we are, our emotions, which is the soul, the will, the mind, the emotions, plus the conscience. Yeah, Rachel is the one who answered. <laughs> she know deep inside her heart already, right? The new conscience, right, that has been washed by the blood of Jesus. This morning, you all heard that. The only powerful blood that can wash our sins away is the blood of Jesus. That is our evil conscience or our condemned conscience, guilty conscience. He's removed it. Okay? But where? From the spirit. So now we have a new heart, a new spirit, and the old one, the stubborn one. I don't want God. I don't want to follow you. I don't want to obey you. No more already. He took away that heart when you said, Jesus, come into my heart. Right? So only thing is the mind not yet renewed. So we think that we are still like that. No more. He says, I give you what? What is it? What's your heart like now, Madeline? It's a tender, responsive heart, right? That can hear Jesus, that can hear Holy Spirit, that wants and loves His commandments. Yeah, that's why Jesus said, you know, my commandments are not heavy, right? It's not, right? It's just natural. 
beginning when we don't have a new heart for our RBC, wow, tithing is so heavy, man. Ten percent, oh, are you <laughs> okay? Wow, you know, coming, going, sitting down here, Pastor Stephanie preached so long, ah. <laughs> how many hours gone? Okay, what what happened? He gave you a new heart, very responsive, and a heart that want to love him naturally that love is given to you naturally that longing yesterday we learned that desire right to want to serve god see madeline come all the way <laughs> you know because that of her new heart the new spirit inside her that has fire <laughs> fire to want to be in the place of god's presence you know and love him and serve him no more from thou shalt do this, right? But I have a new heart that responds, that has the same DNA like the father. Same like just now I shared about giving, right? Why God loves the cheerful giver? Well, because he put it inside you and now the child is responding to it and becoming exactly like the father, right? You're becoming exactly like your father, right, Rachel? Because your mother not around. <laughs> 10 days, she behaved exactly like the father already. Waiting for mommy to come back, then she switched back to become like mommy. <laughs> right? So, this is our God's DNA inside us. And he gave us the new heart that is after him. Like David after God. So, you know why God loved David so much? Uh, King David. Huh? You look like mommy outside. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> okay, so... Right, King David, the author of the writer of Psalms, right? God say he is a man after God's own heart. So today, all of us, but that time even he haven't been given the new heart, and yet God called him because he foresee into the future. King David prophesied a lot about Jesus, the Messiah. All right, a lot of Psalms is about Jesus suffering. All right, about Jesus uh, describing. The Messiah. Okay, so he even in Romans he talked about how privileged are we in the new creation, right? In Romans, that we are made righteous by faith. And he longed to see our day, right? But he saw from far, same as all the Abraham and all the prophets. They long to see our day, you know, where we're living after Jesus, where we can have Jesus living inside us. Those prophets didn't get that. They have the anointing, Holy Spirit upon them for a while and then lift, right? The kings. But they were given the revelation that the Messiah will come. The day will come, right? This is what will happen, Ezekiel. The day will come. Ezekiel is another prophet. He wished that he can, he can see this day and live in our time where we will have a new heart. So that's why for us, if we don't appreciate our new heart, <laughs> then the, our uh, prophets of old, you know, all those who have gone before, they say, why are you also uh, so, <laughs> so, 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 one, <laughs> right? You today have the privilege of receiving a new heart, a heart transplant spiritually, and it also can be physically, right? Elisha, a new heart, new blood, right? From the spirit, move to your physical. There's something that I read about heart transplant, you know, because the heart is the pumping part, right? And it's linked also to your spiritual, to your spirit, 
Like when a person had a transplant, <coughs> I think this is a, a, a science and medical right knowledge which I came across. When a person experienced a heart, somebody's heart, you know, they have heart transplant, right? They actually live and you know have a characteristic of that person that they took the heart from. Incredible. And that is in the natural, that's how even God created our natural heart. So powerful that even if it pumps in another person, that's how you know the person begins to like, like the things that this, this heart that actually belong to. They begin to like the same things. Incredible, right? So what more when God gave us the new heart, spirit, right? We begin to like and behave like our daddy God. We are made in the image of God, right? And so we have this new heart, new spirit inside us. No more the stubborn one. So we stop speaking that we are stubborn. <laughs> okay? And then we don't tell someone you are stubborn. Neither do we talk to ourselves. I'm stubborn one. Lah. I'm made like that. That is after Adam. <laughs> now, in Christ, all right, you are no more stubborn. You are soft, tender, responding to God's word. I will put my spirit. So when we make our new heart, he gave us a new spirit. Okay, this is different from Holy Spirit. So this is the second prophecy. I will put my spirit in you. Whose spirit is living in you now, in your spirit? Holy Spirit, God's spirit. All right, so you have your own spirit, your own heart that had experienced a spiritual transplant, a change, okay? Sudden, you know, you, when you receive Jesus, you want to know more about God. Yesterday, we had the Myanmar people, about nine of them receiving the Lord and getting water baptized. And then what happened? They asked for Bibles <laughs> at the end. Okay, after showing them how wonderful is the Bible, the word of God, right? So the new babies, the newborn, naturally have an instinct inside them to want God's word, to want to drink milk. So that the, the, long, the older Christian, if you don't have that desire, you have full heart? <laughs> no, because not brought up properly. All right. Okay. So inside you want to want God's word. One. It's a natural desire. So when you go and save people or lead them to the Lord. All right. Remember, they are spiritually babies. All right. But you need to feed them. And what their spirit and their new heart crave for is God's word. The Bible. The Bible becomes the most precious possession, right? Not physically, but David, King David says, put the words of God in my heart, in your heart. So this new heart is to store new things, all right? Our old heart store what? Right, old words, right? You always store words, right? That one hurt you, la. <laughs> that one said something bad to you, la. So all keep inside here. That's why you say, don't keep in your heart, lah, right? That's how we talk to people, right? So where do we keep so-called grudges and all these are words? All these are words people said to us or even we said to people that we feel guilty about. And where do we keep them? Heart. Ah, that is where you kept the old heart. <laughs> the old heart that keep until birth already. <laughs> That's why people get heart attack. <laughs> right, they keep all those things huh? for years and years they can remember, you know, 10 years ago you said that to me, 20 years ago you did that to me, wow, 
the time got very good memory. Eh? <laughs> but remember the things of God. Why? Because object keep in the heart. Right? Whatever you keep in the heart, stay there very long one. So that old heart removed already. God put out, God took his hand, right? Like in the Hebrew letters, Aleph, right? And he put inside your heart, he removed. Surgeon, I think one time I thought it's about like the chicken, right? <laughs> you kill the chicken and then you take out all the internal, right? Put uh, Elijah will put in his hand and take out the whole chicken. Watch it, cut one inside, got a lot of dirty things, all right? Take it out, go now, you got to take it out now. If not, you don't cook for us. <laughs> uh, take out the intestine, whatever is inside, right? So this is what God did to us. Put his wonderful hand of love and fire inside, burn everything. Burn out, take out the old heart. That is why we don't want the old heart. Ah, hardened, stone, resisting. Don't want God one. That, that one really stubborn. Everything, rebellious. So he had to take it out. All right, when we believe, when we receive Jesus. And then, then he don't stop that, become an empty shell. All right? He put something inside, okay? He put his heart, the, the, the flesh heart, the soft heart, the heart that can respond, the heart that made in Christ, made in his image, that love Jesus, that love God, that love one another, all put inside already. The agape love, right? So that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. Then he gave us the Holy Spirit. Okay, now this new heart, Pray for milk for God. You've been connected back to God already, Adeline. So you want him already. <laughs> Inside there. I want God. I want the word. I want, I want, I'm hungry. Okay? Because you've been connected back to the new heart, the new spirit. And then he put Holy Spirit inside. Right? Remember? Uh, the second letter of the Hebrew alphabet, Bet, right? Is what God wants. It's like a tent. He wants to dwell inside us. He don't want to dwell in the temple. The time Jesus have not come, right? So they have to build the tabernacle and then the temple. But because he's so holy, he come down, he dwell there, no one can contact him. Right? They will die because of sin. Our sin cannot stand in the presence of God's holiness. So Jesus had to die on the cross, leave the, his heavenly home because they, he wants to come and dwell Inside us. Inside where? Our new heart. Alright? The heart that welcomed him. Right? That is the new heart he gave. You saw God is so good. He even gave you the faith. He gave you the heart. He gave you everything. Able to receive him. Only one part. He leave it for us. What is that? Yes. The free choice. Alright? You want or not. Oh, if you, someone offer you something like this, you know, I give you everything. <laughs> Whatever you need to just to do this job. Okay, very easy. You give me all the resources, all the ability to do this job. Rather than someone who employ you and then say, you have to find your own resources, you have to find your own way, your own things to do this job. And then if you don't do well, they set you. <laughs> right? God will never set us. Yeah, eternally, we belong to Him. And whatever you need, you need love, you need finances, you need what, what else? Power, all given to you in your heart to serve Him, right? Even 
everything is provided. Everything, just now we read, right? Everything I will provide for you. Yeah, to serve this wonderful Lord. So, Holy Spirit will come, give us fire, <laughs> love, unconditional. So, for us to obey Him, that we will love His word, we love His commandments, we love to hear. He said, Give. Why? Because the time of giving is the time daddy laughed the most. <laughs> you want to see your daddy laugh? Yeah, yeah. see, you know, I, I don't know where is the verse. God laughs. God, you know, is in the Bible. So we always think God is very serious, right? No, he laughs. And the time he laughed the most, I believe, is when he see Rachel prepare, prepare her tithing and offering. Morning, morning, prepare for smart jewels to give. When each one of us preparing out of not not uh, by force, right? but out of your joy of giving back, of honouring him, of loving his word. Don't you think daddy is happy when you have children? Your, your children give you money, you're happy or not? <laughs> but not the one that, ah, give take ah, because ah, I've got no choice. Like, I feel very guilty ah, if I don't give you. Then you, you, you will say what? Ah, you just keep. Ah. <laughs> right? But when your child says, yay, I got you know, my first job, you know, and I want to give to you because you've been so good to me. Take care for me. Take care of me for 20 years. This is not much, but I know you have more than me, <laughs> but I just want to bless you. That's how we give to God. That's how we type. And then God will laugh. <laughs> this child so cute. <laughs> Always want to give me. And as the angel, angel, go, 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 go and take care of them. See, this is our daddy, right? Holy Spirit came in and helped us, gave us the love to love God's word. You live in Israel, the land I gave my ancestors, your ancestors long ago, and you will be my people, I will be your God. Yeah, God says that to the Jews, that he, these are his people. The richest man in the whole universe tell you that you are mine. Doesn't that excite you? <laughs> If, if you, you're going to find a billionaire on this planet, uh, what, Elon Musk or what? And then it says, you are mine. I adopt you. Are you happy or? <laughs> Why? Because you can see in the physical, it's millions of dollars. <laughs> I adopt you all. You are mine. You are my people. Right? But this one, the money can become no value. But God, who is eternal, who already prepared a heaven for us. Ah, your mention very big one. <laughs> At the <lead. laughs> okay, because you're gonna have a lot of guests. <laughs> so <laughs> when God tells you that, oh, you are my people, I am your God. That's why I say go read the Bible. You know, when I was young and reading the Bible, all these words are like daddy talking to me. He says, you know, I will be your personal God. Ooh. He is your personal God. How are you going to experience daddy talking to you if you don't open the Bible? <laughs> because that's his letter to you, right? Your boyfriend writes to you, you quickly open, right? Well, today, of course, it's through WhatsApp. Lah. Message, tit it from baby. <laughs> today is all baby. Or honey, or dear, or darling. You open first, right? Who doesn't open from darling one? You already call the person darling, right? You open first. From that, you open second. <laughs> Mom, you open later. When I free, I open. 
darling, baby, all your open first, right? Because you know what? They're going to tell you love, lovely things. Lovely things. Mom and dad maybe nag you. <laughs> okay? So the Bible is God talking to us wonderful things. I will be your God. I will take care of you. Uh, I remember, right? Adeline said, well, God said he will watch over me. <laughs> and she's very happy. So Jesus said what? When they come to God, we must come like little children. All right? All of us. Okay? Knowing that he wants to tell us wonderful things. He'll take care of you. You, you all didn't go hungry in Myanmar, right? Ah, right. All those, you know, those ministered too. They prepare nice food, just like Elijah prepared very nice food ready for us. It's it's curry fish head. <laughs> so so yeah yeah yummy right? Mm, so that one is for our physical. God will always bless us in the ministry. Years in as a pastor, many many years. I've never experienced ministering and loving people, and never been blessed by God. You know, they will God will send these people to take care of my physical needs. Yeah, as I minister to them, the spiritual love of God. So when you all go there, you have that a little bit of the experience, right? You went into their homes, you know, and you ministered. You know, this last I think last night or what another revelation just came to me that Jesus, when he came, he went to Lazarus' house, and not Lazarus, uh, who is a short guy? Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, right? You all know Zacchaeus' story, right? Zacchaeus was a uh, huh? chief tax collector, yeah. So he was an uh, unbeliever, right? But he wanted to know Jesus, so he climbed up the sycamore tree, <laughs> right? Because he's short, so it's okay, right? And then when Jesus came, passed by, passed by that tree, Jesus looked up. You see, Jesus knows who is going, you know, who wants him, right? And who needs him. And he has his heart for even one person. And then what did he say? He saw Zacchaeus up at the tree. This for your spot, you would, right? And then he said, what? Come down, Zacchaeus. What else? Today I will feast in your house. I will come to your house. So it is a joy to Zacchaeus that the master, Jesus, so famous, until there were crowds of people following him, willing to come to his house. So when you stay at the Noble Mission and stay at the house, it's not just to experience their poverty. It is that Jesus wants to live with them. It's a sign of how God wants to live with us. You're not saying, I go stay five-star hotel. <laughs> I'm sure that times like this, I'm not saying it's wrong right, to stay hotel, all right? Okay, but see the heart of Jesus, right? I'm sure at that time, they have inns also. They don't call hotel. Right, that's why Jesus was born. You know, even at that time, the inns were full. They are hotels, okay? And he has to be born in a manger, right? So, but when he came, he showed us his example. That he came and he stayed. And this guy not rich, is quite rich. Huh? So it's not a matter of rich or poor. But it's more of, you know, when the, when the people, they see you as missionaries or representing God or whatever, and you want to come and live with them. And later on, when you tell the gospel that Jesus wants to come and live inside them and bless them, they can understand already. 
<laughs> very easy to understand because you also came into their home, you know, and stayed with them. You understand? So it's not about uh, poverty, rich or poor, or whether you can, uh, you know, adjust or what. It's about the gospel, about what Jesus did. We do what he did, and that will touch the lives of people who don't know him yet. All right? Okay. So all our life is about Jesus. What he did, we just follow because we have his DNA, we have his genes, his love inside us. All right? We are his people. I will cleanse you from your filthy behavior. <laughs> I will give you. So it's not only the Jews got filthy behavior, right? Every human being, all right, got filthy behavior because of sin. All right? So sometimes not only just blame Adam, our own self. Right? Each one accountable for our own sin. But thank God today, he already removed that sin. All right? So we don't have to think about our sin anymore. But we have to think, only concentrate and remember Jesus, what he did for us. I will give you good crops of grain. So when you have the new heart, beginning, right? So today in the new creation, we, we, are, we are the ones who are receiving this wonderful prophecy and blessing right? of a new heart, a new spirit. And next comes the blessing. Okay? So God doesn't want to take from us. God wants to give us with the understanding. Right? I will give you, I will give you. After he said, you are my people, the next thing he said, I will give you. All right? So the devil tried to tell us God wants to take from us. All the wrong thinking. Right? But Rachel, God wants to give you. Okay? He give you the new heart. New heart also given. Given the new heart now, he give you good crops of grain. I will send no more famines on the land. I will give you great harvest from your fruit trees and fields and never again will the surrounding nations be able to scoff at your land for its famine. You see, God is very protective of his people, of his servants, of his children, of his people. He's very protective. Right? He, will, he wants to protect you. He wants to display you and show you to the world of who your God is, all right? The only thing why the children of Israel, they were uh, scattered and all that, because they rejected the Messiah. And they themselves said to King Pontius Pilate, when, they, uh, he, when he asked them as the judge at that time, the Roman right, sentencing Jesus, who do you want me to release to you, Jesus or Barnabas, the criminal? They themselves said, release to us Barnabas, the criminal, crucify Jesus. And this judge said, I find no fault with him. But if you say it, then I wash my hands. His blood be upon you all. Because he's an innocent blood. And that's why the Jews have to also go through all their years of suffering, dispersed. But that's true because God already promised that his people he will draw them back. He bring them back. And today we are living in the last days where God is, this prophecy is being fulfilled, right? All the Jews are coming back to their land, right? Where God promised. So to us, it may be 6,000 years or 4,000 years has passed, or 2,000, 4,000, 4, yeah? But to God, it's only a few days. He kept his promise, bringing them back to, the, to his Jerusalem. I will give you great harvest from your fruit trees. So even in our own lives today, as formerly Gentiles and today new creation, we may have 
rebel against God, we have backslided, so-called, whatever, the Lord said, I bring you back. I bring you back. I don't look at your past, your mistakes and all that. In my mercy, I bring you back because I am your father. I am your God. Right? And I will not only bring you back, I will give you great harvest. Right? Remember the sowing? Right? As you sow, you multiply. Great harvest from your food trees and fields. So in the natural, they also need to plant. Right? Because they are going to reap. Uh, most of the Jews were farmers at that time. So they understand what is sowing, reaping, planting. Okay? But God has to bless with the rain and the sun. As they plant, God's blessing is upon them, on the work of their hands. And never again will they be ashamed. Never again. That is a, a one of our things that Jesus did for us. You'll never be ashamed again. Right? When we honor God, God honors us and he'll never put you to shame. In the past, we may have been gone through some things that has, may be very shameful, but God promised never again. Never again, right? Because he's going to bless his children. I will increase the number of people and animals living on you and they will be fruitful and become numerous. The blessings. This is the one that God gave us for this year, Beauty for Ashes, right? I will settle on you as in the past and you will, I will make you more prosperous than before. You believe? Yeah, it's just like Madeline just now said, yes, I believe. God said, take away my fever. I don't want ready. Yeah, now God said, I'll prosper you more than before. You believe? Yes, right? We believe. You know, one of the things about bonus, bonus, fire, even in the area of giving, you dare to give more than the natural mindset cannot. <laughs> but you dare, that's bonus. That's the fire. All right, when it comes upon you, you are bold in every area, bold in speaking God's word, declaring healing, declaring faith, declaring goodness of God, and bold in your giving. No more scared and fearful. All right, in every area, we do big things. Big, you know, because our God is big. Yeah, you may start small. A little seed is very small in the natural, but it will grow big. All right, so our heart God is enlarging. All right, Cheng Lan and Abigail have been have, having bigger hearts now, all right, from what you experienced there. And all of us here, God will enlarge, become numerous, fruitful. You know what's fruitful in the spiritual also? In the natural, all right, Jesus, uh, you, you want to bear fruit or take it as a giving birth, husband and wife. How can they have, maybe, oh, <laughs> we got one just married. Okay. How does a couple produce fruits, baby? They have to be, okay, plant seed. Okay, they have to be intimate. Okay, put in, in that word. Uh, okay, all adults here, right? <laughs> okay, even today children, you know intimacy, then you say, why are so long already still no fruit? Oh, they sleep separate. <laughs> How do you have fruit? Right? How to plant seed? There must be intimacy. See, God created sex, everything. So only corrupted by the devil. Right? There's nothing wrong. Within context of marriage, sex is meant to be pleasurable, enjoyable, and to produce fruit. 
multiply, right? <laughs> so nothing wrong, okay? It's just the corrupted mind that think, oh, this is dirty. It's not, right? Within the context of God's holiness, right? But the thing is, you can only produce when you have intimacy, all right? Intimacy. So in the spiritual, we're not talking about sex with God. But what does Bible say about sex? It says that when two people have sex, they become, yes, they become one, right? So when they become one, that's when in the spirit, we need to be, when we are one with Christ, then we produce. Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. So is the branch separate from the vine one? Have you seen a plant like that? Are you going to plant one plant like that? <laughs> you see one branch here, and then the main one is here, and it's growing, producing fruits. Cannot, right? The branch has to be connected to the main plant, the vine, right? There is an intimacy. is flowing from the main. So when we have intimacy with the Lord, relationship, fellowship, okay? Reading his word, spending time with him more and more and more, right? And his word is inside us. He will produce. He will become fruitful spiritually, Right? Yeah. So it's not the I have to go and witness, I have to go and save souls because I have to, otherwise, cannot go heaven. Not like that. Right? But when you draw closer to God, right? That is when you start to produce. That's when you get this heart, right? Even in the experience that uh, uh, Ching Lan and Abigail having, right? It is seeing God, witnessing Him and having Him in your heart and seeing Him. You, you grew closer to the Lord, right, Abigail? Yeah, closer to Him. And then fruit come out, right? The miracles happen, okay? And souls get saved, right? Now you all know those who went for mission, taking care of people is not that easy, right? <laughs> well, Elijah laughed already <laughs> because he likes to discard the baby. <laughs> no more already, that's the old Robert Lowe. Okay, right? When you give birth to a baby, so out of the intimacy, the fellowship, right? Why, you know, people cannot like care for other children or other people, people as their own children, their own babies. Because they, remember last time I, I taught you what? Ah, see, you remember. See, but you are, they are my husband's children, spiritual husband. So that is just not a knowledge. Have you all, since you heard that message, drawn closer to your spiritual husband? Yeah. How do you draw closer? When he WhatsApp you, <laughs> you open. <laughs> Have you all received message from God before or not? <laughs> yeah. From where you get the message? The Bible, isn't it? Ah, the Holy Spirit tell you, open the Bible. <laughs> okay. So, open. It's from your intimate your husband spiritual husband talking to you and when you grow more closer to him you can take care of his children you can give birth to his children and even though it may be like you know take a lot of your time and effort right you will still love them with his love because they are your husband's children it's the same the intimacy will bring you to produce fruit in your life all right and to care for people the way God care for them, the way God loved them. So we don't have to be a naturally, what they call that, blood-related, right? Because we have the blood-related in Christ. 
Mm -hmm. That's why uh, Elijah wake up early and cook, right? <laughs> For us, okay? So in every area, we are taking care of your husband's children, right? With your spiritual husband. You need intimacy, okay? With him. And then you will produce and you will become numerous and you will prosper. For I am the Lord. And coming back, going to Acts of the, uh, in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Peter replied while he was preaching, which of you must repent of your sin and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Today is talking about we are his weaknesses. All right. Many aspects, a few aspects of the, the, the word weaknesses, all right, which is one, we, as we preach the word of God, you are his weakness in the area declaring his forgiveness of sin, the gospel, and you receive the gift. So what is this word repent? All right, so repent is not an Old Testament understanding where you put on sackcloth, uh, and then you cry and sorrow many days and say, God, please forgive me. God, please forgive me. All right. So this repent in the Greek today means change of mind and direction of your life and turn back to God. Changing your mind. Okay. First, the mind normally is the one that directs us our thoughts. Go this way or no, do this. You are like this. All the thoughts talking to you. Now that you are no good, God don't love you. You cannot do anything in your life, okay? Change the mind to say, and then who said God can forgive your sin? Uh, all those wrong thoughts. Now we change to think the way God say he has forgiven our sins. Ephesus, as if we never did it in the sight of God. And then we repent. To repent is changing our mind and then having a new direction in your life. When you change your mind, you will go a different direction. Correct or not? Your mind decides to go to one you. <laughs> what? Rachel, right? Want to go one you? Want to go eat or shop? Mommy not around. <laughs> so after that, it's all in the thoughts first, right? You think first. Okay? Then you will go there. Automatically, you will take your daddy's hand and then let's go. Okay? But if you change your mind, Oh no, tomorrow cannot go one you. We want to go airport. Go pick mommy. So you change your thoughts already and you will change your direction as well. Where you want to go. Your feet, everything will walk that direction. Okay? So from your thinking, it will be your walking. You walk according. So when we have God's thoughts, we will walk. It's, a, it's also about direction in our lives. Alright? It will direct you where to go. Just like Gimel, yesterday you learned, right? The, 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 the camel or the, uh, the man walking in this journey on this life, all right? We will turn back to God. Before is, I can do all things, <laughs> right? When God humble us and show us that only He, we are nothing without Him, right? We will change this thinking. We will repent of those thoughts that I, I can do it. I have done it. No, I cannot. I am nothing except Jesus said the vine, the branch can not bear fruit without me. Without me, you can do 
how many things? Nothing. <laughs> nothing means nothing. Oh. Or we say maybe I can do something. Nothing. Huh? Uh, no, I think I can do something. I got a PhD, uh, this and that, and that. Then go back to God. God said nothing. <laughs> Again, argue with God. No, I can do one. I can save souls or I can, without you, it's okay. I don't need to consult you. I got a lot of wisdom already. Then you go back to God. God say what? Nothing. <laughs> Exactly. Nothing. The answer is the same. God's word. Nothing. Hello. Nothing. So, which means we always need to connect to Him. All right. Draw from Him. And we need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is sent, so we acknowledge Him. All right. Remember how to learn to hear from Holy Spirit? The very easiest one. Just now, I just taught you. Huh? No. I read the Bible. Yes, but talk to Him. To hear him outside the Bible. Hey, I just taught you just now. During giving time. <laughs> the easiest one. Tell him, Holy Spirit, how much you want me to give today? <laughs> that one you all don't want to ask him, is it? Ah, he will tell you why he's waiting to, for you to ask only. He's not going to ask, to give, ask you to give you all your uh, savings or, or millions, right? Just ask him and see. Have you ever asked before? He will talk to you one, right? Because, you know, that is the time you will hear either him or yourself or the devil. <laughs> if he said, uh, let's say he said, a hundred ringgit. Maybe well, hundred. Then you will say, no la, no la. Get behind me, Satan. <laughs> that means that you say it's not Holy Spirit. Okay? Why? Because there's still a lot of ourselves inside. Then you won't be able to differentiate. Right? But honestly, just hear him there. And he tell you something that your natural will resist. That is the Holy Spirit talking. <laughs> and you learn to obey that, you will hear him more and more in other areas of your life. Because that is the area we resist the most. <laughs> that we are still using our own logic and our own thinking. All right? And if we dwell, if we are using logic to make conclusion or human wisdom, we will never hear the Holy Spirit. Because he's not talking according to our logic of human wisdom, right? Because humans say what? I'm sick, ma. <laughs> I got this symptom, ma. This money where got enough for me to last? And then you ask me to give some more, right? So God doesn't talk according to all that, right? The natural. So you want to hear Holy Spirit? First thing, ask him about how much to give. There or not? <laughs> you want to ask him about big things you cannot hear? This one, he wants to tell you because it's from there you become sensitive. To the Holy Spirit. You want prophecy? You want to be a prophet? Prophesy all that? You can't even hear when God tell you how much to give. <laughs> then you have not crossed over the natural realm in your mind yet. Right? You cross over that natural realm. It's very easy to access the Holy Spirit. Yeah, because there's no more moving in the natural anymore. This is called really by faith listening to God. And you, it's not, remember, it's not going to take away from you. So with the understanding <clears throat> that God doesn't want to take, trust him. Yeah. And then you will begin to grow to hear Holy Spirit, right? To move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you need to hear Holy Spirit. 
<laughs> okay. If you don't hear Holy Spirit, how to move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which is the words of knowledge, words of wisdom, which are prophecy. All right. You need to have the written word inside the logos, and then you have to hear the whispers of the Holy Spirit, what he said to you. And the easiest way to learn, again, huh? What the easiest way to learn, to start learning how to hear the Holy Spirit correctly? Huh? Huh? Ask, ask. Ask Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit. Ah, yes. Jim <laughs> also scared to say that. Why? Why? You still scared that God wants to take from you? <laughs> yeah. If you still have this, still stuck inside there, right, that God wants to take from us, you still dare not say. And how are you going to share with people because you now experience your own self? The blessing of God that you will pour in your life. Right? Ask Him how much you want to give. He wants you to give. Okay, tithing, no need to ask because set already in the Bible is 10%. Okay, don't ask God how much I need to tithe. <laughs> it's set already, okay? Whatever is written already, don't ask already. Okay, so the tithing is done. It belongs to God. It's 10%, right? From whatever you receive. Then the giving is the part where you begin to really sow and see, right, the harvest. And that's where you can ask, right? How much you want me to sow? Or you already have this amount. Is this the amount? Actually, he already put inside your partner. When you begin to be sensitive to God in this area, I tell you, you suddenly you open to hear him in all other areas. Right? Because this, remember, Jesus said what? You cannot serve God and mammon, which is money. There are only two areas. All right? It's either money. You don't even say the devil. Say money. <laughs> money can be your Lord, can be your master. Right? So if you want to hear which master talking, right? This is the one. What that's why God teaches us about giving. Right? Because that is one master that is in control of our lives for years and years and years. And God wants to set us free from that to come into the fullness of God's blessing financially area as well. Okay, so if you've all never done before, <laughs> go practice. <laughs> right? And then you will see how wonderful. Because when he tells you that, and you do it, you will see he honor his word. And you say, oh, this is how you hear Holy Spirit. Okay, you cross over the natural mind and logic. Okay, the last promise of the Holy Spirit is for you, your families, yet to be born, and for everyone whom the Lord calls to himself. Okay, the promise of the Holy Spirit. That's why when you read in Galatians about the uh, Abraham blessing, okay, so at the end, it didn't say Abraham's blessing is to inherit this earth, basically, all right? That means everything, all the blessings of this material world, everything is the Jews will inherit, and that's what you see today. The Jews inheriting, they are the, the most uh, rich, wealthy, smart, intelligent people on this earth. They are uh, in Abraham's blessing. And then for us, new creation, Paul just say one word in Galatians. It says that you will receive the blessing of Abraham. The next thing is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. So, for us, many times I've been always wondering why is the Holy Spirit meaning is 
when you have the Holy Spirit, you actually receive the blessing of Abraham through the Holy Spirit. Why? Because the Holy Spirit come and talk to us. For the Jews, they had all the Torah without Jesus, right? So they had to follow the written word. They are tithing. There are many, many types of offering that they have in the Torah, in the, in the commandments of God. So they follow everything and they are blessed, okay? They have uh, their riches, their wealth, everything by just following what God said. But today, we are not under law. So the, for us to have the wisdom, because Deuteronomy 8.18, right? God said to the Jews, right? When you have become rich, when you have your houses that, you know, living in the houses that you didn't build, you know, enjoying the blessings, they say what? Do not forget that I am the one who gave you the power to make wealth, right? The wisdom, the koat, supernatural, because they are very creative. They invented things, right? The Jews, yeah, God put them, but he says, God told them, don't forget it is I who gave you the power to get wealth so that I can honor the, my, <laughs> why? Huh? No, Deuteronomy 8.18, so that I can establish my covenant with your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God is a God of covenant. That's why I'm teaching you all more and more to recognize words and your own words, right? Because if you don't take uh, importance to words or instructions to the dot, not by law, right? But by be paying attention, you will never pay attention to God's word. Okay? So when I give you instruction, simple one for those who are serving, right? It's not to torture you, <laughs> right? It's for you to pay attention. I, I don't repeat. No need to repeat again and again. Because I mean what I say. Yeah, unless I change that, I will tell you I have you know, a different instruction. If I don't give a different instruction, that means this instruction stays. So if we don't see this, we will see God also like that. <laughs> God say Chin Chai will try. God say we also don't, don't, don't take it seriously what God say. Right? If a man say also we don't take seriously, God say lagi don't take seriously. We all say our own self, we also don't take seriously. <laughs> and what happened? The power of God's words cannot take effect in our lives, right? When we don't pay attention to what he said, right? Whether it's a promise or in, in instruction. So words, today, the Holy Spirit led us to go into the Hebrew letters. For what? Right? Even a deeper revelation of what, how powerful our words, Dabar, right? And men have become so light, you know, didn't bother about words. Actually, words is your most powerful weapon. If it is God's word, you have the most powerful weapon on this planet. Because God created through, this, through his word. Destroyed also through his word. Yeah. So if we have God's word inside us and speaking to our mouth and we believe it, yeah, like what Sister Matthew, I believe it, right? Trust that what he said he will do, then you're going to create. Every one of you are going to be able to do what God did to be able to call things that are not as though they are. No more fear of lack, no more, all those things. If we can raise up as Jesus is, then who you are, okay? So words, and this is the Holy Spirit is the one who is going to guide us where we don't know where the written word, the unknown one, who, you know, what to do next or where to go, or how much to give, <laughs> okay? The unknown one is the Holy Spirit. Is remember the wisdom, 
all right, in all the letters in uh, uh, Psalms 119, the, the revelation that God gave to King David, all right, we have a king, uh, he also exactly called King David, yeah, is where? About his words, all right, Psalms 119, all the letters, 22 alphabets, are all talking about God, the wisdom of God from his word. Different aspects, but all through his word. If we can discover it, that's where we begin to walk like Jesus walked, live like he lived, yeah, and serve him in his power and in his love, right? So the Holy Spirit, send the Holy Spirit from the Holy Spirit, giving you the wisdom to make the right conclusions and take the right actions, divinely appointed, guided actions, whether it's in your finances or health or any area of your life, in your business, in your work, we need God's wisdom. So sometimes we need to hear, or most of the time, Holy Spirit. All right. So like a, 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 you, you all don't, don't feel, uh, you know, if I correct or what, don't feel that uh, this one, you know, Cheng Nam will say, uh, uh, so that I can come to God's word when I need wisdom. <laughs> so everyone can learn, okay, Cheng Lan, yeah. So that means we think we know most of the things we can do. <laughs> then when something starts already, I need God's wisdom, then I go to his word. Ah, uh, no. Jesus lived inside. We need to put the word inside us. We need his wisdom all the days of our life, as long as we are on this earth. And I'm not saying I'm perfect also. I have missed a lot, made a lot of mistakes, right? But the, real, the realization, the revelation that I need to have his wisdom in me. As I always acknowledge him because I'm, I know that once I come out and make the wrong decision, can be a lot of bad consequences, right? But the wonderful thing about God and grace is that Sometimes we do wrong turn, right? It's not going to end up in hell. <laughs> Just like your GPS, right? You make wrong turn. The, the, the woman there, very nice, right? He said, recalculate. <laughs> recalculate. So it's just taking a longer time, right? To arrive at where your destination. So God, you know, will recalculate. Holy Spirit will recalculate for us. Okay, but if we can save some time to prevent that, Wrong decision, the wrong direction, much better lah, because we don't have much time already since the Jesus is coming soon. All right? If not, he recalculate, recalculate, recalculate until go to heaven already. <laughs> Rapture already. All right? We still haven't done anything, haven't gone in the, the direction that he wants. Okay? So learn to hear Holy Spirit more. All right? I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Actually, I forgot about water baptism for, for Myanmar people. When I preparing this was preparing this message uh, uh, on Thursday or what, I suddenly came across this and then Holy Spirit said, baptize with water, okay? <laughs> Yeah, so you know, so I have to remember for, for your everything here, communion, I forgot. <laughs> and then you also forgot, right? So you see, ministry is not easy, right? So many things to do. Yeah. So, but the Holy Spirit is so good. You know, he helped me uh, to remind me, right? Because water baptism is one of the very important things, right? That we also go through as a believer. It somehow it set us apart, you know, to know that now we belong to Jesus. 
Alright, and then we identified with him, and the devil also knows that he belongs to Jesus. Alright. So this water baptism was done by John the Baptist. Alright, and John the Baptist said this. Alright, I will I, I I baptize you with water unto repentance, but who he who is coming, the Holy Spirit coming, he will baptize you with Jesus, or rather, Jesus will baptize you with. Holy Spirit and with fire. All right, so all three in one. There are all three, uh, two, two baptisms, water and this one. So I won't go too deep into it uh, for now, but understand water baptism is identifying with Jesus. Holy Spirit baptism is with a fire. All right, so if you just receive baptism of Holy Spirit and just speak a little bit of tongue, we don't know the Holy Spirit. There's no fire. All right, so we want the full thing. Right, the, the gift of tongues plus the fire inside you to turn the world upside down. Okay, Adeline, you go turn the world upside down huh? <laughs> with the gospel. Amen. Because fire, fire, fire coming out. All right, fire of God. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is. God does not show favoritism, but accept from every nation the one who fears him. All right, and that's what is right. Okay, so this is all. Already, it was in the New Testament, so it's not law. Okay, so when we have a new heart, we want to do God's way, right? Remember Psalm twenty-three, right? The way of righteousness. And you know the message God sent to the people of Israel. Acts is actually Acts of the Holy Spirit through the apostles. So we have uh, Cheng Lan and Abigail doing there. The Acts of God, the Holy Spirit is doing it through them. Right, they are the vessels, okay? Uh, announcing the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord. You know what has happened throughout the province of Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John preached. See, this is about being a witness. Wherever they go, they were witnessing, testifying, right? To Jesus, who Jesus is, who God is. And how they witness, the first thing is announce. The gospel from the mouth, the fire, Holy Spirit come, the fire inside, they begin to speak. Wherever you are, in your working place, at home, or with your friends, or even on internet, online, begin to announce the arrival of Jesus, all right? Jesus Christ as the only Son of God. Yeah, declare, right? Jesus is Lord of all, everywhere. And then you begin to do the works that Jesus do. That's a witness, right? To him. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth and the Holy Spirit and power and how he sat at home and just read Bible. <laughs> no, right? How he went about doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. This is a witness, right? So, uh, Ching Lan and Abigail had the opportunity and the privilege to go. That's why I said, why I don't go, right? <laughs> if I go, you all will not experience it, right? You all need to go and experience for yourself as the witnesses unto Jesus Christ. You went around doing good. So that is a part of doing good when you gave food to the orphans or that. Okay, but we are not charitable organization because people who don't know Jesus also got to do all those things. But we doesn't mean we don't do. We still do. But the main thing, we do extra, which is healing in the name of Jesus, right? Which 
charitable organization cannot do. They don't have Jesus. I mean, those without Christ, right? Our main one is the gospel, declaring that Jesus is the only way, no other way, right? And then he's the only one, only God who can heal, right? So there are some places that are demonic, right? You have the witch doctors, the bomos and all that. They also got a little bit of power. So they also can heal. But our God will be the greater one. The healing will remain. Right? So those people who got received uh, sight, right? it will remain. They will continue to see. But you see, when you, you go into the devil's power, the devil give you, the devil take away. It won't last one if it is done by demonic. Right? Because so many... I heard already, right? That first they, they were blessed financially, everything by you know, for uh, the, the this 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 uh this person in Haiti, right? He met with the devil. Haiti is a country where they many yeah a lot of witchcraft, right? So I met him personally and heard his testimony, right? That the uh, one day he as a witch witch doctor, he he went out into open space and make a pact with the devil. The devil met up with him. Say, I will give you power. You can heal people. You know, you'll be wealthy, everything. But you make this agreement with me. He said, okay, you belong to me now. Okay, he agreed. Then, he, as at the beginning, was very good. And he said, under his house, he really keep those demons. The jars that you see in the movie, real one. <laughs> they actually feed those demons, you know, in his house. But the day came when the bad master come and get back what he gave. Right? Where he wants lies. And the first life that he demanded from this witch doctor was the life of his wife. The wife had brain tumor. And was going to die and he began to panic you know but he made the agreement with the devil already <laughs> but somehow god's grace reached out to him at that time he uh 1970 something i think there was catherine kuman there they had those what uh healing evangelistic meetings somehow he and his wife went there and at that meeting he got saved and the wife got healed and he went back and threw away all the demons. Because who was greater? The new, his new God, Jesus, is greater. The devil wanted back a life. So don't make any agreement with him. <laughs> That's why Abraham said he died to Melchizedek. And he said, Sodom, the king of Sodom, I don't want anything from you. Lest you say you make me rich. And he always come and take back. All right? But Jesus gave, he never take back. He give and continue to give us life and life abundantly. Yeah, with the Holy Spirit. So he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because who was with him? So you all were able to do those miracles because God was with you. Right? Holy Spirit was inside us. So that's why I begin to say, right, you feel very humble. You know, uh, all those uh, evangelists or real men and women of God, when they preach and miracle happen, one thing that they always say is, we feel so humble. Because they know they cannot do anything. But if you know that, if you think you can do it, 
<laughs> that's the dangerous part right because in me there is no power to heal anybody right but when god show his goodness and heal someone that you prayed for and you know that it's not you don't you feel humble <laughs> yeah that the mighty god would use this insignificant person that people in the world may say don't have phd don't know anything and yet he used you he used little esther esther Ng, right yeah. to lay hands on the sick she's so insignificant but she said fire right <laughs> holy spirit right yeah see the, the the smaller we are john said what i decrease but he increased in my life in the book of john right so let everyone right go about doing what Jesus did because God is with you. We are witnesses. See the next verse. We are witnesses when you preach the gospel, when you go out, right, and do what Jesus healing the sick. We are witnesses of everything he did in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They killed him by hanging him on the cross, but God raised him from the dead on the third day and caused him to be seen. Right? They saw Jesus Christ. They saw what God can do. All right, Cheng Lai Abigail, what you witness is you witness there the power of God, the goodness of God, the compassion of God onto the lives of these people. So you are witnesses unto him. Not witnesses unto, wow, I got so much power, man. <laughs> no, right? You saw the power, the goodness, the heart of God when you come up on the couch. <laughs> Elijah, right? And start to <laughs> start to go out and minister. All right. Do the good things. You went about Jesus went about doing good, healing all those who were oppressed of the devil. He was not seen by all the people, but by witnesses whom God had already chosen, by us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. Before the disciples or apostles went out and do uh, the, the works of Jesus, they witnessed what Jesus did. Okay? They were eating with him, drinking with Jesus, and they saw right what Jesus did. He commanded us to preach to the people and testify that he is the one whom God appointed as judge of the living and the dead. Right? The more you witness right, Christ real in your lives, right? And also by reaching out, you will have you will witness more. Okay. So the starting is reading your word. All right. The word should make you get out from the chair. <laughs> okay. And either you can use uh your phone or whatever to reach out also, right? Or walk to somebody, right? To share and preach and testify as a witness. What did you see? What did you see in the word? Remember I said, when you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, or even Genesis until Revelation, what did you witness? Witness, that means you see something, right? The court, you call you as a witness. You saw the accident happen. You saw who knocked who, who killed who. Then you go and as a witness, the witness is not supposed to preach, right? I think this one is right. This one is wrong. The judge will say, shut up. <laughs> okay, I didn't call you as a witness to preach and tell me who is wrong. The judge will tell 
will judge, will judge who is right, who is wrong. But you as a witness, it's just to tell what you saw, what you heard, full stop. The rest is conclusion is for the judge and the lawyer to find it out. Right? But the witness just tell exactly what you see. So imagine you never see anything. <laughs> How to be a witness? So it is in your reading of the word of God or in your devotion, your intimacy with the Lord or hearing the messages sometimes. Remember, Holy Spirit, we need Holy Spirit. So before you open the Bible, say Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, okay? Holy Spirit. <laughs> Not Elijah. <laughs> okay, Elisha, okay, the human being is here to guide you, all right? But the one who will teach you all things that open your spiritual eyes is? Ah, Holy Spirit. You're all baptized already by Holy Spirit. So open the word of God, or even you want to listen to a sermon before you start. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, open my eyes. He's the teacher. Open my eyes, spiritual eyes, that I can see what is happening there. I can see in the book of John as he went, uh, uh, the disciples, as Jesus walked around. Dude, and remember, I told you, Holy Spirit can bring you back into time one. Yeah, because he's outside time. All right, he's the spirit of God who created time. So he can bring you to Genesis. And your eyes open, and then you can see how God created this earth, how God created Adam, he breathed his life, his breath, how God spoke, right? You can go back to Elisha 1, where the servant or Elijah, Elisha 1, the incident, then the widow incident, how God, you know, what happened there? Are you there? Can you see? Or you just read ready, and then this is a, 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 what a good night Bible story, <laughs> and then sleep. No. He will give you that revelation. That fire will burn inside you. This is what Jesus did. This is what Apostle Paul did. Even the, you know, lay hands on the sick and they got healed. Right? They received the Lord. They got baptized. Can you go there? Take me there. Take my spirit. Go into that chapter of the Bible. And see. Because that's where, how did Moses write the Torah? The five Pentateuchs, the five books. He had dream. <laughs> it was at the Mount Sinai when he received, when he spent 40 days, 40 nights with God. He was a, I told you what, he was a secretary. <laughs> and God began to show him what happened, breathed into him. The Holy Spirit came upon him and showed him what happened at creation, what happened at Exodus, at the, you know, at, 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 at creation, everything. Write down. Right? So today we have the Holy Spirit who created the earth. He doesn't know what happened. <laughs> he knows every little incident in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. And today you are a new creation, right? Holy Spirit lives in you. When you open the Bible, it's God's word. It's all about God, Jesus. Ask him, he will bring you. Then you enjoy your Bible. Okay? <laughs> ah, that it is not no need cartoon to make you excited. <laughs> Hollywood had to put some cartoon because people are so cartoon nowadays, <laughs> right? Right, but forgotten their real spirit man inside them is so powerful, right? It can go beyond time, right? People in the world today try to go back to the future lah, and all that cannot, right? But Holy Spirit can. You have someone so powerful inside you and then you're not asking him to help you. <laughs> Wasted, right? Tell him to show you the, the revelations in Ezekiel, Isaiah, you may not understand everything, but a little bit a day is good enough, right? To bring you 
to do what Jesus did, right? That you can with him. You are his weakness. So if you haven't weakness yet, how to become a weakness? Eh? So first, weakness. Okay? See what is happening in the Bible, in God's kingdom realm. Then you can share with others. Then you can be the weakness. Why people don't weakness? Weakness, we always say what? Share the gospel is a weakness, right? And then it's like, wow, I have to keep on telling people and they don't want to do. But the Jehovah weakness, yeah, that's why they call weakness. They go all out. Why? Because it's easier to understand the Old Testament, actually. <laughs> all the pictures there, they are all stories. That's why they call Jehovah weakness. They only preach the Old Testament. Mostly, that's why they call Jehovah. Because they are taught about how great Jehovah is. So they begin to see in reality all the events happening there. And then they go out and become a witness. That's why they say Jehovah witness. And then today, we are whose witness? Jesus and Jehovah, right? But we never see what Jesus do. <laughs> Correct? Yeah, you never see before. The, the scripture, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, is just like uh, some stories to you. Or you wait for pastor to tell you the story. Right? Go into that incident and witness what Jesus did. Witness what, how did Jesus multiply? Right? Witness what Jesus said to the people. Okay? And all the miracles. And then you become a witness to declare what he did. And in the end, you will do what he did. Okay? Some of you have some experience there. So we are witnesses unto Jesus to preach. He preached. He commanded us. See, this is a commandment. <laughs> if we are scared of, if you think it's law, yeah? Remember, the law is in your heart. You love this kind of commandment because it's giving you an opportunity to experience God. Right? Yeah, Abigail? It's an opportunity, right? To uh, obey what I said, go to Myanmar. <laughs> right? Okay? Because from there, you saw how wonderful. It will never leave you that experience. No, in fact, it will grow you to go further. So, your one more commandments is <laughs> a simple one, right? It won't harm you. Go and preach. He commanded us to preach. The best news is to know what to do in life. Don't you think so? You always want direction, right? In your life as you grow up. What to do? What's my purpose in life? And if someone can tell you, someone you can trust, someone you, you know, who will love you, die for you, giving you this commandment. Go here. Ayo, I'd rather just go, right? <laughs> than try and do my own way. Because knowing Jesus Christ died for me, he gave me this commandment, go and preach to the world. I love this commandment. Yeah? Because I finally find someone who tell me what is my purpose in life. Rather than we try, go here, go there, knock on the wall, knock, 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 and then all the bruises here, <laughs> bleeding, right? And then we still don't know where we are going. So how are you going to lead others when we ourselves don't know where we are going? So it's very good. He come and give us some commandments, <laughs> which are good for us. Tell us what to do. We just follow. He gave us the ability to do it, right? To preach to the people and testify. Testify means share, right? Just like what y'all did, testify that he is the one who got appointed. Okay? 
Well, Peter was still speaking these words. The Holy Spirit came upon all who heard the message or the word. And the, the, while well, Peter was talking, he was astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured upon even the Gentiles. So how can they see that the Holy Spirit was given to the Gentiles? Holy Spirit cannot see you, Emma. So how did he know? How the, the believers said that they were astonished that the gift of Holy Spirit was poured upon the Gentiles. <laughs> wow, this one got a lot of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, manifested one. So it's either healing or what, but Holy Spirit come upon people. First thing is tongues, right? They will be speaking in tongues and they heard them, the Gentiles now, right? First all of the Jews. Now the Gentiles, those who are non-Jews, were also filled with the Holy Spirit. And they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. When you speak in tongues, you're praising God. So don't hold back your tongues, all right? Especially during worship. Okay, begin to sing in the new tongue by faith, all right? They dance in the spirit. Uh, I began already in there already. <laughs> okay, then uh, sing in tongues. So I just now saw Abigail worshipping in the room. Wow, enjoying herself. Right in the spiritual realm. Right. Speaking in tongues is praising God. Don't have to worry, you're not speaking anything uh, strange or weird. Right? It's a language that is praising God, thanking Him. Peter said, Surely no one can stand in the way of their being baptized with water. So after they received Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they were baptized with water, right? To show that they have identified with Jesus. They have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. Okay, now your verse. <laughs> Acts chapter 1, verse 8 is where the weakness, right? The weaknesses of Jesus. You shall receive power. Okay? Power is dynamic, miraculous power. All right? Where you don't fear man anymore. Right? You don't afraid of trying to please anybody. Okay, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, who come upon you? Holy Spirit. Yeah, and you will be my witnesses. Okay, that means you will testify of what he did. Jesus did. Jesus is talking. You are a witness unto Jesus. All right. Telling people about me everywhere. Everywhere. Okay, because this whole planet belongs to God. And there are human beings living everywhere. In Jerusalem. Where's Jerusalem now? Where's your Jerusalem? Myanmar. <laughs> no, no, no. You didn't born in Myanmar. Your Jerusalem is <laughs> Malaysia. Ah, but you are you have moved already a bit. You have gone through Samaria. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> all right, yay, give a clap to them, they've moved to Samaria. Okay, so where's your Jerusalem? Malaysia, so what do you do here? Ah, <laughs> preach the gospel, okay, be a witness unto Jesus, start first, start here, okay, start here. Where's your Jerusalem? Ah, Malaysia, if you want to identify nearer where? KL, this is KL, what? Uh, KL, and then if you want to uh, make it nearer, where? Huh? Home. <laughs> Home. Okay, then 
identify nearer foresta right something like that your your condo <laughs> foresta okay start where you are right because that is what jesus said right yes i'll give you the power but not go go so so near until become the couch in your room <laughs> oh, that one very dangerous okay <laughs> so it's like, oh my jerusalem is my sitting room couch <laughs> where you always lie down what okay no 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 that one you don't need to be a witness to anybody <laughs> nobody there okay so there must be people all right around you understand that is where you are a witness that's where you can preach you can go and do what jesus did okay jerusalem first your country your family, your uh, neighbors, okay, your working place, your colleagues, your friends, all right, and then where else? Throughout Judea, Judea is neighboring country, all right? Huh? Where you want to go? <laughs> where you want to say God send me? Okay, so you start witnessing here as a witness, all right, unto Jesus, then you go out. Okay, so remember, when we do it, then we have the power to help others to go. All right, so if we don't go, we cannot say, you know, it's like Abby goes, okay, everyone, you go, go, go. And then she never go before. But now she come back, she can tell us to go. <laughs> ah, she can tell you how to go, right? So whatever we do, then we can tell others to do. Yeah, so whichever way today god has opened up a very fast way of witnessing through uh, social media also okay so use the social media to witness all right and then physically you can go where also all right to the and so no one can sit down there and say lord lord i cannot witness la. <laughs> Even Magdalene also can witness, eh? Right. Amen. Correct. Ah, what's your witness through Facebook? Yes, social media, right? So don't say, oh, I cannot, uh, I cannot uh, move anymore. My bones all <laughs> this one, <laughs> right? Or oh, or oh, traveling are uh, very expensive, uh, You know, God don't need money to witness. All right, it's your heart. And your fire, the Holy Spirit, you need Holy Spirit. All right, first to witness Him and then to be a witness with the fire. As God is touching you all with the fire, then it is to spread the gospel, the good news, right, to the ends of the earth. So, I haven't gone to the ends of the earth yet. <laughs> okay, but actually, in social media, you can reach the ends of the earth already. So, that's why the coming of the Lord. It's very near because now the gospel can be reached. See, Jesus, even in Matthew 28, where the Great Commission is, he didn't say you must go and then come back and count, tell uh, how many souls saved. He just said, go and preach the gospel, lay hands on the sick. It's not about you reporting the healing or what, although that's a good experience and a wonderful thing for people. But what Jesus commanded us to do is just to go. Just to press the button, right? Click, yeah, and share. That also we cannot do. <laughs> A 
and he gave us the power to do it. He gave us the fire, right? Yeah, that's why we come under the anointing. We want to receive more and more of the fire, right? Ching uh, Lan and Abigail receiving more and more of the fire, right? To go out and then while quarantine, she don't know what's happening. <laughs> but come out, wow, fire come out, power come out. It's the receiving and then go out. Use the fire, use the anointing, all right? The joy, what the Holy Spirit is doing, right? When doing the anointing, say, God, I want, I want. Whether it's laughing or flying or whatever, all give me. <laughs> because it is for you to empower you to be a witness, to be like a lion, the tribe of Judah, roaring, no more afraid, no more scared. Okay? God knows your fears, but he says, I can empower you. All right? I will remove all those fears through what? Through the anointing, through his power inside you more and more. and. Also, through your part, you receive a bit with it. I don't know what is a bit or a lot, actually. You know, some are waiting for <laughs> thunderstorm to come. <laughs> or Jesus to appear. No, start using what you already have received. Okay, start flowing out. Start cooking. <laughs> okay. And then you will see the anointing happen. You'll see the healing. You will see, right? If, if Abigail don't want to for anybody still says I don't know I don't know what to say I don't know what to say nothing will happen right? yeah but you just go inside there and just know who experience you are inside me <laughs> I just do okay what pastor said <laughs> just lay hand you know and then the fire will come out right just declare healing you know just just do the simple thing all right because it's already inside you the anointing is inside you right the fire is inside you that all right, so you just go out and just do, just say. When you say, it happens. All right, as Peter preached, if Peter didn't preach, nothing will happen, right? <laughs> Peter preached. Peter preached what? Preach God's word, saying that Jesus, a witness Jesus, is the only son of God. Boom, the Holy Spirit come. Okay, don't preach grandmother's story. Okay, <laughs> just preach what uh, who Jesus is. Okay, finish. Right, amen. So you are all his witnesses. Right, Acts chapter one verse eight. You receive power from Holy Spirit to empower you to be his witness to tell people what you saw as Jesus Christ in your life. That's all. The Holy Spirit will do the convicting. The Holy Spirit will do the, the work in these people to hear the word. Amen? Amen. Okay, praise God. Who are God's witnesses here? <laughs> Yay! Hallelujah! Amen. Why so low one? High up! <laughs> yeah, you don't need to be ashamed or condemned. Just need to receive the revelation and say, Lord, use me. Right? Use me. Fill me. Use me. All right? The past, gone. I want to be a fruitful vine, yeah, and to bear fruit, to draw me nearer. No one is there yet. I'm not 100% there also, yeah, but we continue to grow, okay, as we desire Him, okay? Okay, let's uh, praise the Lord. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Shukur Rabaka Shikirianta Rabaka Shukurianta Karabaka Shukurianta Rabaka Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, that today, Jesus, as you are right in heaven and 
Lord, you pour out your Holy Spirit onto your people. Oh, your sons and daughters. Hallelujah. And you fill us with the Holy Spirit and with power to be your witnesses in our country, in our homes, in our working places, wherever we are placed, Jerusalem, Judea, all Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit, that you empower your people to preach your gospel without fear, but with faith, with the, the voice of the Lion of Judah. Hallelujah. Declaring who Jesus is, who God is, the only way, the powerful Jehovah, the Yahweh, the one who is self-sufficient, Hallelujah. May your people, Lord Jesus, I pray that your people here who have in beautiful ashes will know and have walked an intimate walk with Jesus Christ through his word. Let your word be like fire burning in their hearts and in their bones. Kuramaka shiki, that nothing can stop the fire that is burning inside them. The fire to be a witness unto Jesus Christ and to bear children and bear fruits for you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. You have empowered us with this dynamis power. And you fill us, continue to fill your people with the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.